For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care. Since we began in 2017, Home Instead supported and encouraged us. We are so proud to be associated with Home Instead, a trusted, positive small business partner. We really love them. Now, this year, we had over 7 million downloads this past year, which really blew our minds. We could not believe it. We're so grateful. Thank you for every single episode that you've ever listened to and shared with your friends. We're so grateful. But because of that, we get to add a sponsor. So if you know anybody that might want to participate with us, just let me know and we'll try to get hooked up with them. Okay. I'm not sure I can use the word hooked up anymore. Becky, do people say that? That might not be appropriate. Please forgive me if that's the wrong thing to say, especially if you're (laughs) younger. You know, my generation sort of missed out on some of the nuances of things like flip-flops, for instance. Okay. (laughs) I know, I know, I'm just rambling. I am so excited. I have Becky Carpenter here. If you missed her bio and her, what God has been doing with her, she went through a pretty major, like a hugely major tragedy. And she told the story of losing her beautiful daughter, Skylar, not losing her. Becky knows where she is. We're going to talk about that. But the grief that goes with that, she told that story in an episode, I think I'm going to call grief, standing when we when we when we feel like we've been slammed okay something like that so look for it i've been singing when sorrows like sea billows roll all morning becky preparing for this podcast and i want to pull a quote and then i'm just going to turn it over to you to just share your wisdom with us but uh from that hymn this one just jumped out me let because it fits your life so beautifully let this blessed assurance control Christ has regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. Wow. Okay, so that's somebody, the guy who wrote that really understood about the loss you feel when your family is uh, has a tragedy like the one you experienced. You have two beautiful daughters. Um, since I first met you in our first conversation, you shared something with me, Becky, that just made me want to know you more, but also has already had an impact on my life and is changing my life. I've been to probably two funerals in the short while here. One of them was my cousin. And I thought of this. I actually shared this with his wife, my dear cousin, who's now a widow. On our, uh, we, you told me that you believe or you picture that your daughter, Skylar, ran into heaven 
And that phrase has just been changing my life. I want to be that person who runs toward heaven. So talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. So when I say ran into heaven, it's really kind of twofold. It's personal, relevant to Skylar, and it's spiritual. So on the personal side, Skylar, she just lived her life full throttle. If you knew her, you know, she, she was 15 when she ran into heaven. But the day I went into labor with her, my labor was only 45 minutes. So oh. she literally ran into this world almost in the parking lot as I was walking into the hospital. Wow. So I, just, I, have, I have that visual that she ran into heaven. And I have that visual not only because of who, who she is as a person, but on the spiritual side, because, you know, these are some of the things God has just been teaching me through this whole journey. We have a very present God. He is not a past tense God. And so I share with folks who are going through grief that because of Jesus Christ, if your loved one who has run ahead of us had a relationship with Jesus and you have a relationship with Jesus, they are not in our past. They are in our future. And yeah. that's what I see Skylar. And so when I say she ran into heaven, I think about, I know how excited she always was about everything that she was involved in. And she had a very, she had a quiet faith, but she had a very strong faith. She knew the Lord. She accepted Jesus Christ when she was at, at the age of 10. And so God kind of shared with me something that changed everything about who I was as a Christian and this is where the shift happened. He basically asked me, am I living like I believe his word? Because as a Christian, we believe God's word. We know that it's truth. But was I living like that? And if I was living like that, that means I've got to believe in Hebrews when it says we're longing for a better country. And I got to believe that our citizenship in Philippians, it says our citizenship is in heaven. Mm -hmm. that we're going home. And so mm -hmm. I know Skylar at the end of a school day, she was excited to go home. Yeah. I mean, she just was, she was ready to go to the next thing. And so that has a profound spiritual effect on me to visualize her running into to heaven. Because when you read the book of revelation, which before the tragedy, I shied away from because, you know, revelation is one of them scary books. You just didn't read it. <laughs> to study. But yet I found myself wanting to learn everything I could about heaven. And when I read in, Heaven, in Revelation 22 that we get to see God's face, you know, that takes me back because I wow. just picture her running towards him because that's her heavenly home. That's where her citizenship is. And she gets to see God's face. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just one of those visuals that brings me peace because we birthed a ministry. God birthed the ministry out of our tragedy but we named it One Day Closer because that started out as my mama heart prayer. Every morning I would wake up and when mm -hmm. my feet would hit the floor, I would just say, thank you, Lord, for bringing me one day closer. So it really shifts our whole walk in a forward direction. And it, it's wow. kind of like Proverbs tells us that it says, let your eyes look straight forward, fix your gaze directly mm -hmm. before you. And that's how I get through this mess is I, I conscientiously, intentionally look forward to the day that I will, I will be there. You know, I don't know if I'm going to 
run through the gates and grab my little blonde, blue-eyed daughter first. I think I probably will, if I'm completely <laughs> honest with God. You know, he knows my heart, so he knows I'm thinking that. Or if I'm going to grab Jesus, you know, and, and look at God face to face. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things I daydream about. And I think as followers of Jesus, that's maybe the way we're supposed to be living. But I was guilty of not living that way prior to the tragedy. Okay, I'm going to catch people up. If you if you didn't get to hear the other episode, I want to give you just a few quick facts. I'm, I'm giving Becky a minute to brace herself so her heart can hear these. Um, her daughter, Skylar, was on a school bus heading to a function, and there was an accident. And she, as the assistant principal, got the call that there had been an accident. And she arrived at the scene 45 minutes later, got in that 45 minutes really ministered to her heart and prepared her. But when she got there, it was chaos and um, very, very tragically learned that her daughter had not survived the accident. And so that was a change, a life, a major life changing moment. Um, and you probably have noticed, or, or if you ha- I'm not sure if it's, we've gotten there yet, Becky, but in uh, both episodes, you're going to catch this refrain of Becky's sense of humor and so there's so much joy in her life. And uh, I can't even remember where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh a lot. We, we were laughing during the break even. So yeah. what, I, what I wanted to say about that is, um, so Becky had to process through that. And if, if you're listening today and that's your situation, you've been hit by a tragedy out of the blue, unexpectedly, your life was rocking along, as we say in air quotes, normal, you know, what you thought you should have a, a life like you would expect to have. And suddenly it wasn't. Um, we just want you to know that we we really have compassion and empathy and love for you. And you've come to the right place. Becky has great information. So um, I want to move from that to after uh, Skylar passed away, you shared with me that there were things people said to you that were so unexpected. I think we have a few minutes. I'm not, I'm about, probably about to get the two minute warning. Would you share a story quickly? Oh yeah. I just got the two minute warning. Share a story really quickly about how your daughter's life impacted so many people. Well, I think everybody that knew Skylar saw her as just a typical teenager. Um, but the thing that she did that impacted other people is she just loved people unconditionally. She didn't walk through uh-huh. the hall with a Bible in her hand, but she loved on all people. And one quick story, after the tragedy, the kids put together a um, candlelight service at the school the day after. Right. And there was a young man came up to me, and he was one of those young men that had a very hard home life. Many times he went home and there was no electricity, so he came to school um, with an odor because he wasn't able to bathe and things like that. And he was very introverted and quiet. And with big crocodile tears in his eyes, he looked at me and he said, Miss C, because uh, the kids called me Miss C, why Skylar? She was the only kid ever nice to me. Wow. And so I say that to say she was leaving a legacy of love. She loved everyone that crossed her path. She would bounce around from group to group. And, um, you know, she would just laugh and and love and be a kid. And she just had the joy of the Lord within her. 
and his light was shining through her, even though she was 15 and she didn't even know what was causing all of that. She just Mm. was leaving an impact that, I mean, was planted in the hearts of all these people that crossed her path. And then even people that did not meet her, as I share what I call Skylar stories. Okay, I'm going to have to interrupt. I have to interrupt. We're going to share some more Skylar stories when you come back. If you're listening in and you're feeling like you're in a dark place, Becky is going to come back and give us some tips for helping you cope with overwhelming grief. Stay with us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Help me, Toginet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details? Editing? Contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in? Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at Toginet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit. And we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find. Wow, you can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up? You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. Want to move from coexisting to cherished? From isolated to influential? Hi, this is Kathy. Just for you, we have two books out now devoted to creating better conversations, life-changing conversational adventures. Marriage Conversations, From Coexisting to Cherished, is 20 chapters packed with easy, practical ideas. This is the book I wrote for my kids. It's brimming over with personal stories and stuff I learned the hard way. Then, The Well, The Art of Drawing Out Authentic Conversations, explores over 40 different ways Jesus launched the woman at the well from lonely to leadership. You can find our books with our wonderful publishers, Cross River Media and Elk Lake Publishers, at local bookstores or at Amazon.com. Buy two, one to read out loud to your hubby and one to share with a friend. Order yours today and have your own conversational adventures tonight. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? <laughs> Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place. A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever. It's home, where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1 800 455 CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in home services like 24 hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. 
We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, this is Kathy Craffy, and we're talking to Becky Carpenter. I want to give your your information out, Becky, real quick, because I want people to be able to find you. And I know this last segment is going to go so quickly. BeckyCarpenter.net, N-E-T, and then OneDayCloser.net. And I love it that you explained why One Day Closer was kind of your motto as you were in this very dark place. I want you to share another Skylar story, but I also want you to give us some tips. I just know that people who have found today's episode probably found it through the the word grief or suffering or one of those. And so I definitely want you to give us some tips on how uh, how to step one day closer each day. So, but but I don't want to miss a Skylar story. So you told us about the one, the one kid. Now you're the vice principal. So you knew all the kids at the school and I'm sure you knew that young man's story in ways that a lot of the other kids did not know, but your sweet Skylar, she was so kind to everyone that afterwards he made that beautiful testimony about her life, which we know is really a reflection of Jesus. Now tell, tell us one or two more stories and then let's give some tips. Sure. I'll give a, a quick one. Um, one of the things that the kiddos did, they initiated while I was out after the tragedy was they put together a memory book for me to have. And it was uh, just a book of anyone that wanted to contribute their favorite memory of Skylar. And what I thought it was going to be filled with was just all of these funny stories. And there were, there was a lot of funnies. (laughs) And so it was going to be hard for my mama heart, you know, to read that. So I decided when I, when they gave it to me, I thought there's no way I'm going to read this right now. It's too soon. And yet when I opened up the book, it was just story after story after story that was funny, but it all flipped back to her faith. Mm-hmm. And one quick entry, it just said, uh, when we were little, we were in elementary and Skylar punched a kid on the playground. She, she had a good reason. He was a bully and was making fun of a special needs kid. Oh. Went on to say that she smacked him really good because he was three times bigger, but her heart was bigger. And so those are just, you know, glimpses of her little personality from the time she was younger (laughs) all the way until she ran into heaven at the age of 15. And so I guess my encouragement to the listeners is if you're a young person, you are leaving an impact, even though you don't even realize it by the way you interact with your relationships. And, um, you know, so that's something I think all of us as adults can learn from is just... Mm to love unconditionally and to be bold in our love for others. Skylar's favorite scripture was Joshua 1, 9, be, um, be strong and courageous for the Lord, your God will be with you at wherever you go. Mm. And I think that's a message, you know, it certainly was a message for me that I needed to know after she left uh, our home and went to her real home. Mm. But uh, you asked me about giving some tips to anyone who feels like, yeah, they're in a dark place or overwhelmed with grief or suffering. Yes. I think for me, I had to make a choice. I had to be intentional about shifting my heart tears. And that's the way I refer to my internal grief is my mama heart tears. 
I had to shift my thoughts away from Becky. And when you think about that, that goes right back to what God's Word tells us, because He tells us what my favorite scripture, my life verse now is Galatians 2.20, and it goes like, it is no longer I who live, but ah. Christ who lives in me. Because when when one of your kids leave, a part of you leaves with them. And wow. so it's no longer I who am living this life. It's Christ who's living in me. And then another scripture that goes with that is John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Mm. And so I say that to say that is my motivation for redirecting my emotions off of myself wow. and doing everything that I can to keep my eyes, my thoughts, my heart all pointing forward, which is the whole concept of One Day Closer. We're looking forward and we're looking upward. So how do I do that? So here's my three tips. Okay. The first, the first thing is there's so much power in praise because mm. when you praise in the Father, your thoughts are not on yourself. And so I, I want to suggest this to anyone going through suffering. Turn on Christian music because Christian music is burst out of lyrics that come straight from God's word. These Christian mm. artists put his word to music mm. and so i still to this day you come into my home there's christian music playing in the background you get in my car there's going to be christian music in the vehicle because sometimes our hearts are so weary it's hard for us to pick up god's word and so mm. i play christian music that's my number one tip when you're in the hot fire that we get in when we're in the middle of grief and you know the thing about the fire i mean God doesn't always calm our storms, but he can calm us, but we have to partner with him. We can't just be in a fetal position in the bed because that's the easy way out. And that's exactly where Satan wants us to be is paralyzed. So we mm -hmm. have to intentionally implement some things that's going to work. So praise and worship music is one. The mm -hmm. other thing is God's word. We have to get in God's word. And there are times that we're really physically, emotionally tired but those are the times that we probably need it the most. Mm -hmm. And I've watched God use his word through a text message from a friend. Mm. Or I turn on the audio Bible and all of a sudden it's a scripture that's being read to me randomly, which nothing is random. I'm being sarcastic. That speaks, <laughs> that speaks into my heart, you know? You're, you're so, so serious God, and you still throw in some humor. I love that about well, you. <laughs> well, you know, that's just that's how I am. I'm, I'm a little, you know, flighty too. <laughs> but God, I mean, God's truth, it rebukes Satan's lies. And so because Satan is all up in our emotions, God can get there too. And he can do it through his word and through his truth. And then the third thing, so that's, so God's word is the second thing. Uh, it's really the number one thing, but when you're in the, in the, the heat of the fire, it's hard to pick up your Bible and read. Right. But then the third thing is ask for help. Surround oh, yourself that's good. with people who will also jump in the fire with you um, because you got to have a support system and they need to be other followers of Jesus Christ. Because when you can't look up and look forward, they need to be the ones that will hold you accountable and say, look, Becky, you got to get up. You've got to brush your teeth today. You've gone six days without washing your hair. You know, you've got to have those people in your life that says enough is enough. It's called tough love. And so yeah. you got to get that help. And um, 
the, you the know, number one person to cry out to for help, I will throw this in, is through prayer in Jesus because yeah. my most powerful prayer was help me. And yes. the Lord always did. He always lightened the heaviness. You know, my fr- I, I had a friend who came on this show, Sandy Bristow. I try to quote her as much as I can, and I think I'll put this at the bottom of the blog when I write this. Uh, she said, isolation is the place Satan takes us right before the kill. Mm, that's true. That's so Isn't that true. powerful? It's one of the yeah. most powerful things anyone said to me on this show in the last three years. That's a that's a meme right there. And yep. and I quote her a lot. I, I find I quote her all the time because we have we have se- lived through such a season of isolation. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And and probably you never have either. I mean right. COVID just got us all home in our own houses with very little interaction. So now that we're going past that, I think it's really important for us to understand how strong we are. We are much stronger than we realize, and especially when we surround ourselves with strong friends who can be strong when we don't when we feel weak. That's I, right. lo- I well, love your, it. your friend's statement was so powerful. I mean, I mm-hmm. think I during the COVID thing, I could almost visualize Satan high fiving cousin COVID. You know what I mean? He's like, Hey, no I got a down. I've got them socially distanced. I've got a mask up where they can't talk. Cousin yeah, COVID. I, that's exactly right. I, I'm going to remember that. That may be my other <laughs> meme that goes with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pull that. That is funny. Uh, no kidding. Well, okay. So if you're listening in today, which you are, obviously, we're, first of all, we're so thankful and happy that you found this because Becky's life is proof that as dark as it can be, the darkest moment you think you cannot possibly live through, still God is there. So if you would like to know more about Jesus, you can definitely find that on my website. I have a, I have one of my favorite blogs I ever wrote is entitled When a Good Man Dies. And it's, it's the story of my very dear friend who ran. I know he ran into heaven, Becky. And he's probably already found Skylar because I have a feeling there are two peas in a pod. <laughs> yep. He's a very dear friend of ours. When he found out he had cancer, he took Bibles to all his neighbors and told them that Jesus loved them very much and wanted to have a relationship with them. And that's exactly what I want to say to you today. Thank you for listening in. We're so thankful for our listening friends. And Becky does this. I mean, what courage you have, Becky, to to tell the story. And I know it costs you something to do it. But I also know that you did it because the person listening is so valuable to you. <clears throat> and I've been without a voice, which is kind of an interesting nuance lately. So I, I feel like Satan's after, you know, he's he's wanting me to talk less and my guests to talk more, I guess, because I'm not <laughs> stopping. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to thank you for being on the show. And and I, I, I hate to say that everything you've experienced is a blessing to me, even the worst part of it, because it's made you the great woman you are today. So dear to my heart, instantly, the spirit is so strong on you, God's spirit. I, I recognize your his beauty, his beauty in you from the moment I met you. So this is Truth with a Texas Twang. You've been listening to Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio. My friend Becky Carpenter has been sharing how to find peace when you've been slammed by an unexpected grief. Thank 
you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week.